Hobos, sisters, brothers, and others. I'm Jinx. Uh, it's just me today. Harper's out with the baby. God, she's already four. She just turned four not too long ago, and I'm not here for it. <laughs> I remember being so afraid to hold that little girl in my arms when she was an hour old that I put her in my legs, like on my legs, and um, held my legs together so tightly just to make sure that she didn't fall. There are pictures. <laughs> um... God, she's four. So, we haven't posted in over a month now. It's probably been closer to like a month and a half now, and I'm really sorry. Life kind of really happened and hit in a really hard way. Um, and not all of it was bad, and not all of it was good. Um, things have been interesting, I guess is the way to say it. It's just been a clusterfuck, if you will, of all kinds of different things happening. Um, I do have to... I have some bad news. I mean, first off, let me just say that I'm sorry if I sound really weird. I'm getting over whatever kind of weird sickness I had. I don't know what it was, but... um. Something really, really hard hit in September, and it's it's been a bit of a roller coaster since then. It was shortly after I posted the trilogies, and um, you all know that um, Blade did an episode. She has her own trilogy, and when she was talking about the, like some of the things that you know, I did as a kid, and some things that she's been through, and, um, unfortunately, our mother has passed away in September. I'm, I guess I'm lucky in a way, because, like, not lucky that she died, <laughs> but I'm lucky because I, I got some closure from talking to her when she was still alive, um, And, you know, I mean, she she just bought Harper and I tickets to the Evanescence and Hailstorm concert that's coming out here. Um, just before she passed. I mean, it's surreal still. It's been a month and a half. <laughs> Maybe longer. Um, and I was really fortunate. I, I, I got, I was able to get out there and, you know, spend time with my brother and my niece, my other niece, <laughs> and... Um, just have some family time after this, because it's just... There, there aren't any words. You know? I've accepted it. It was her time. You know, she told my brother that she wasn't feeling good, and then... The next day, there were no responses, and... Day after that... My brother went to check on her and found her in bed. So the assumption is that she passed in her sleep, which at least it was peaceful. But yeah, unfortunately, Blade is no longer with us. I will be doing a uh, memorial episode with some stories from her close friends. Um, so be on the lookout for that. I'm, I'm getting in touch with them to chat them up and see what kind of stories they want to share. Plus, I'll share stories. Um, Harper doesn't really have a whole lot of stories just because... Harper is my sister on my father's side, 
So her and my mother weren't really all that close, but they were starting to get to know each other better. Um, so <laughs> it sucks, but she did give us, you know, one last gift at least. <sighs> and it, was, it sucks because, like, Harper and I were going to just go all out for Christmas um, for her because she got us concert tickets. Like, come on. So we were going to get her a huge gift card to her favorite restaurant. We were going to take her antiquing and... It would have been something that she really loved, so I think maybe, maybe we'll still do that. For the concert, we're going to have dinner at her favorite place, which is Olive Garden. And I'm going to order her favorite food, <laughs> her favorite dishes. It's hands down the only one she would ever get was the fettuccine Alfredo with extra sauce. <laughs> hands down, that's, ev that's what she would get every time. So, we'll do that in honor of her. Um... But yeah, so Blade is unfortunately no longer with us. We did have a little memorial for her with her old friends. Those are the ones I'm going to get in contact with. Um, and I made everyone cry <laughs> because that's, that's me. Um, when my mom and I went to go meet Ten Bears, she showed me this song called Hold On to the Memories by Disturbed. And it's an amazing song. You guys should definitely check it out. But um, it's basically a song about like, yeah, some, you know, some people are going to die. You know, and it sucks and it hurts you. And, you know, it, it's not going to be fun. It's not going to be easy, but keep them in your heart. They're never really gone. Just remember them. Remember all the good times you had with them and then go kick life in the face because <laughs> you're only here on this earth for a certain amount of time. So make the best out of life. Do the best that you can. You know, mom and I had all these plans of, like, traveling and stuff, and now I have to go find myself a new travel partner because I'm still going to go do it. I'm going to go back to Romania. Yes, I've been to Romania before. And I would love to tell you guys all about the superstitions and, like, everything I learned on Vlad Dracula. <laughs> but yeah, so, um, I'm still going to go. I'm going to go back. We wanted to have a couple days in London. We wanted to... Um, then go into Hungary, um, Budapest, and then we wanted to go into the other side of Romania because, like, we went, we were in, uh, Bucharest, and we went to, like, Braun Castle, and we went all kinds of places. We went, um, I forget what it's called now, but we went to the, like, the King's Summer Castle and stuff, so, like, we went around. We did all kinds of stuff. We didn't get to go to Vlad's Castle, just because, like, it's all in ruins now, and there's, like, 1,500 steps to get to it. So you don't even have to pay if you don't make it all the way up those steps. But apparently Trump's son was hunting in the area or some crap like that. It was a matter, it was a matter of national security, so... Um, that was fun. <laughs> we didn't get to go there, but we did go to a dam instead, which was pretty cool. And then, um... We did a lot in Bucharest and, um kind of all around. They have a hard rock cafe. <laughs> and they had an, another like amazing restaurant. They had the, look, I'm basic. If you give me a burger and some fries, I'll be the happiest damn thing on the planet. And let me tell you, it beat the hard rocks burger. <laughs> so that's saying something. Mom also wanted to go to like Fiji and she wanted to go on a cruise in New Orleans. And so there was a lot. Um, that she wanted to do that now I have to do because <laughs> I'm not going to stop living life just because 
she's not here anymore. I'm not going to stop traveling and doing things because I know the value of it. Silver, I'm having a moment with my microphone. That sounds weird. <laughs> Pretty on par for me, but... Um, and interrupting is on par for my cat. Would you <laughs> go figure? <laughs> um, yeah, so that's, that's the rough news. Um, I do have some things in the works right now. I've got episodes ready to record. We just don't have the time, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> the only reason I'm doing this now is because, like, I don't have to have anybody be here for this. This is my story. Um, this is a new series that I'm starting, um, and it's gonna, I was gonna call it witchy witchy, kind of like the Penelope King books, because they're really fucking good, and I like them. Demon's Blood's also really good, just, ch you know, check those out. But anyway, um, no, so I was like, yeah, but that just sounds so weird. So I tried to go for something else, and I was like, ooh, the witch's call, and now I'm like, Ugh. Yeah, I'm just going to call it Meow. <laughs> That's my cat. But anyway, um, for now it's going to be called Witch's Call. If you guys can think of anything else, let me know. Because I don't feel like that name just fits. I don't know. But the story actually begins when I was out on a trip with my mom. So I'm not entirely sure if it was June 19th or June 20th, but sometime in June this year while I was out with my mom, I decided seemingly out of nowhere um, that I just kind of wanted to become more spiritual. And I said it out loud. <laughs> I was in a metaphysical shop with my mother and her friend and I said my intention out loud. I was just like, oh, hey, I kind of feel like being more spiritual. Afterwards, I found these little mystery gem bags, um, and I was like, hey, you know what? Fuck it, I'll get one. And as you guys know, I'm an empath, but I wasn't very strong at the time. So I had my mom use my energy to find me. Um, the, the mystery bag meant for me. And <laughs> fucking course, it turned out to be angelite, which helps with spirituality. <laughs> go fucking figure. Universe was like, bet, here you go. Uh, universe gave me the tool to start on my journey. But, like, a little side note, before I even decided to be more spiritual, I was at the Getty Museum with my mom and my niece a couple days before, and I found a Venus statue, and I felt like a small burst of energy from the statue as a little, hello! <laughs> and that, that began my journey into deity work, unbeknownst to me at the time. <laughs> um, so I began reading tarot a lot more when I got home and practicing with my pendulum that my brother got me many years ago that I just started using this year. <laughs> he literally got it for me like six, seven years ago, and I just started using it. Because I, I didn't really know what a pendulum was for. I just kind of had it as a decoration. Then all of a sudden, hey, divination. <laughs> So, I was able to hone my skills quite a bit in both tarot and pendulum divination, which has actually been going pretty well so far. Um, now, when I was in high school, I had spoken to a few of the Greek gods in my meditations, 
but I stopped when I found I was able to see pretty much anything that I wanted through meditation, including road conditions. I, I could literally see if there was black ice on the road to school. It, it, I don't know why that was a thing, but if that's what I focused on, that's what I could see. So I was like, oh boy. <laughs> and honestly, I thought it was all in my head. You know, I thought, I'm crazy. Like, I'm super imaginative. I always have been. So, me coming up with, oh, hey, I can see road conditions and I can talk to Greek gods and goddesses. Like, no. I just doubted myself. And so, I stopped. Um, I, I stopped cold turkey. I just kind of walked away from it and never went back. I never really thought of him again until I came home from my trip and was approached by Artemis through fucking TikTok of all goddamn places. I'm not, like, when I first started on TikTok, of course you find, like, all the random tic- you, you find, like, all the- you found this talk and that talk, and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, there's, like, this weird God is reading. Saying, oh, Artemis is reaching out to you. I'm like, bullshit. So I went to my pendulum. And it was, oh yeah, she's here. I was like, uh, what? Um, so I did some research and now I work with Artemis. Uh, <laughs> she, I guess she like saw me on it so much that she decided since I wasn't seeing her signs because I wasn't, yeah, I, I, I didn't know anybody's signs or anything, but they started to make sense afterwards. I was like, oh. I, I, I see where I missed the mark on that one. She's like, yeah, you did. <laughs> um, so I guess she just figured she'd pop up in my face. So there was no mistaking. Hey kid, here I am. Um, I accepted working with her and we've had an interesting time. Um, Next, I decided to kind of look into Venus and found that Aphrodite was kind of showing up as Venus to welcome me back into her embrace because she's the, um, she's one of the ones that I connected with before. I connected with <laughs> Aphrodite, Athena, Ares, and Poseidon, oddly enough, which I don't, I don't understand the Poseidon thing because I can't swim. I love water. But I can't swim. It gives me an anxiety attack. Aries made sense because I was a very angry teenager and I was ready to fight God. Uh, <laughs> Aphrodite made sense because I would often really kind of look for validation in relationships. And that's... I know. It's bad. And Athena because wisdom and battle strategy. Where can you go wrong with that? Especially when I was the one ready to fight God. Um... So, you know, Aphrodite being one of the ones that I worked with before, she kind of showed back up and was like, hey, you ready to come back yet? And so, like, I, I had a long talk with her and, you know, I explained everything, which she already knew anyway. And, of course, she forgave me. So here we are again. I was also seeing literally everything Loki. At the, like, it, it, it was weird. Videos were popping up left and right. I had a spider camped out at my front door for a month. A literal month. It was just hanging out. Every time I'd leave the house, every time I'd come back, it was still there. For an entire month, I was like, I have never seen a spider do that. I have never seen a spider stay longer than a week. I'm confused. 
Um, so I finally accepted him, and that spider went away. And uh, now he steals my fortune cookies. Which will be a story, I promise. It's coming. I've literally written all this down in a journal. Um, <laughs> I've also been reached out to by another of my former goddesses, Athena. She popped in one day after I got some new altar decorations, and I seriously thought consciously that I called out to Artemis, right? Because I'm looking at her, um, at her altar. I'm like, hey, do you want one of these? But instead of Artemis, I said, hey, Athena, do you want one of these? And I got a yes. And I'm like, so I, I, I still haven't caught it yet. I still haven't caught it yet. So I put the decoration on Artemis's altar. And then it hit me. I, did I just say Athena? wait a minute, what? And it turns out she had just popped in saying, you're still mine, child. I'm like, yes, ma'am. <laughs> I'm not currently working with her. Um, I've kind of got a line out the door and I have made a boundary. I am not ready to work with any more than three deities. I don't have that kind of altar space. I live in a one bedroom apartment, okay? <laughs> um, so... <laughs> Like I said, I currently don't work with her. Um, three is enough for now. I've been reached out to by a concealed deity. Uh, they do not want to be named, which is fine. Um, but again, three is my boundary. Um, since I've started my spiritual journey, I've done quite a bit. I helped Harper communicate with her spirit guide, which helped me understand the feelings of affirmation. I've helped a good friend of mine get more in touch with himself with crystals. I uh, got tested by Artemis. <laughs> I promise I will tell you that story. Um, learned different signs. Found out that most of my personality is a trauma response. And found the importance of shadow work and meditation. Learned not to compare myself to others. Learned I learned the strength needed in order to stand up for myself. And I learned to trust that my deities know what they're doing. Yeah. Shouldn't have doubted that. I learned <laughs> I learned things the hard way, which they know. I have I, I have done a tarot reading one day when it was I asked for all three of them for a reading. And they pulled the same fucking cards. All of them were like, yeah. Sit the fuck down and talk to us. <laughs> um, so that was interesting. I finally did. Um, basically, they they wanted me to open up and start, like, asking for stuff and, you know, being more involved, I guess, with myself. Because I... If I'm going to get hurt, I'll do it for somebody else, but I won't do it for myself. Like, um... If I'm going to ask for something, it usually won't be for myself. It'll be for somebody else because then it's worth it. Because when I was a kid, when I'd ask for something, I'd get met with a lot of negativity. And I was just like, well, I'm not worth that. I'm not going to go through that for myself. But for somebody else, I'll go through that. Noble. I know. Fuck off. <laughs> so um, asking for things is really hard for me. Which, again, trauma response. So... I'll, I'll, I'll get, I'll get into that. I'll get more into that in a minute. So I've, uh, I've also started basic candle magic. Um, uh, my first spell being one of fucking protection because, of course, there was this really weird energy, like, 
oppressive energy. It was really bad at the apartment complex one night when I left my sister's. And it, it was just really uncomfortable. And I'm like, something's going down tonight. <laughs> like, something is seriously going down. And I don't know what it is. Um, turns out a house was raided. So that was fun. Um, but I didn't know what was happening at the time. So I grabbed a candle and I put a spell on it. And I used black salt that I made myself. And I, you know, I went off and I made a protection spell for everyone in the apartment complex who needed it. I made sure that it was for those who needed it because if you can protect yourself, I I don't need to take care of you. But if you can't protect yourself, that's when I'm going to step in. So I am. I started tarot journals for all of my deities to record what they tell me so I can see how I've grown in their eyes. Um, I've gotten books of simple spells to try as well as created my own spells. Uh, I've made my own black salt, which I mentioned earlier, etc. So I'm... I think I'm doing pretty well so far. I found out that Artemis really likes Chinese food. <laughs> uh, my sister had gotten some and shared some with me. And after I ate, I had put it all away except for these plastic containers of sweet and sour sauce. And I went to go sit down. All of a sudden, I hear three taps just to... Um, and it, like, it sounded like it was on plastic. The only thing that could have made that sound was the plastic, the plastic containers. And I was like, okay, that's weird. So I stand up and there's another. I'm like, okay. So I go to the containers and I find out that it was Artemis telling me she wanted the rest of my sweet and sour chicken. And uh, this is where Loki ended up stealing my fortune cookie. When I gave Artemis the sweet and sour chicken, I didn't just leave the other two empty handed. Like, Artemis asked for something. I was like, okay, cool. But the others wanted cookies. And I found the Pokemon Oreos. And so I was like, okay, cool. So I gave them those. You know, I, I filled up their offerings. Because uh, they have offering cups. Uh, and for me, they have offering cups. Um, and so I filled those up with, you know, cookies for them. So that way they were fine, you know. And I'm, I'd given Lokis the cookies... So I'm eating the fortune cookie, I break it open, I read the fortune, I shove one half of the cookie in my mouth. And as I'm eating, I'm standing by his altar. And I feel this just warmth by my hand where the cookie is, like, can I have that? And I'm like, you have cookies. <laughs> yes, but I don't have that one. Fine. <laughs> So he, he, he stole my cookie. Half of my fortune cookie. <laughs> Alright, so here's, um, here's the story I'm sure you guys have been waiting for. The day Artemis tested me slash taught me a lesson. So she, she wanted me to learn to ask for help. Because as I said earlier, I can't do that for myself. I can do that for somebody else, but I can't do that for myself. It's a problem, I know. So, she sent me a spirit in my dream. And in the dream, it was trying to possess me. Now, it is 1.44 a.m. when I wake up from this dream because I'm freaked out, all right? I wake up in the exact same position physically that I was in in the dream because I had this chick and the spirit was go trying to go through her and into me in the dream. 
and this chick was holding me where like my arms were behind my head and my back was arched and I woke up in that position. All right. I was freaked the fuck out. So it's 1.44 a.m. I'm exhausted. My brain isn't functioning and I'm scared. So the first thing I fucking do is sage my apartment because that is my automatic response to negativity is sage it, cleanse it. I'm Native American. It's what I grew up with. That's the ritual that I grew up with is saging. It did nothing. It legitimately did nothing. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I was, I was freaked out. I was scared. I was exhausted. So my dumbass decides, fuck it. I'm done. I'm not dealing with this right now. <laughs> I grabbed my giant amethyst that's by the window. So it's always charged. Uh, and my protective bracelets and my grandfather's, like, protection ring with the protection sigil on it. And I went back to sleep. Dumb. I know. But I was exhausted and I didn't know what to do. I was still brand new to this whole deity thing. Okay? So I asked my brother for help because he knows more than I do. You know, I'm just starting out. And... You know, he's one that I can ask for help because I've known my brother my entire life. I know he'll help me in any way that he can. I trust this man with my life. That's just the plain and simple of it. So he proceeds to remind me that I have Artemis, the goddess of the hunt, here to help me. And he thought that it could be a test. So I feel like an idiot. <laughs> and I grab her candle asking her to help me get rid of this thing. I said, hey, can you please help me get rid of this? Can you help me fight this? She's like, bet. So her candle stops flickering. It's just completely still, which I've not seen from her candle ever. So that freaked me out. I was like, oh my God, did I ask her too much? Did I fuck up? Like, oh my God, you know, I'm fearing the worst because that's what happened my entire life. You know, not my entire life, but you get the idea. It's just like, that's what happened a lot of the time is like, oh my God, did I just fuck up? Did I just ask for the wrong thing? Oh my God. So I'm a little freaked out and all of a sudden, her candle starts flickering, and the oppressive energy is just gone. And she goes, yeah, do you see how easy that was? And so I'm like, oh, crap. <laughs> okay, thank you. So yes, I've learned my lesson. I'm not afraid to ask my deities for help. Honestly, the fact that it showed up in my dream should have told me it was Artemis. But... I'm not good with signs. You literally have to smack me in the face. You like me, smack me in the face. I'll, I'll get it better. Seriously. I'll understand it a lot better if you just come out and say it. But I'm still working on my Claire audience, so I'm sure they do. I just don't hear them. I'm trying. <laughs> so my deities and I are close. I respectfully love them. <laughs> with all my heart. I really do. They're amazing. And you know, they're really, they're actually there for the, well, in my experience, they're really there for you. Like they just want to help you grow and they want to be there to help you realize your full potential and to help you heal. And I'm just like, oh, where were you all my life? But if I say that, I feel like I'm about to get smacked because it's like, I've been here, you dolt. <laughs> you just haven't recognized it. <laughs> so... There's that. You know, so I'm, I'm pretty close with them. Um, and one day I asked Aphrodite, hey, you know, can I just call you Dighty? She's like, yeah. So then I asked Artemis if she wanted one. And she said yes. But I couldn't really figure out what to call her. So I asked her what she wanted to be called. And she straight up said no. 
you make one. You find out what to call me. It means more. I'm like, okay, yay. <laughs> so, I, I'm just like, all right, Tammy? And she accepted that. And I'm just like, you're fucking kidding me. A badass goddess of the hunt will allow me to call her one of the cutest fucking nicknames on the planet. I will take it. <laughs> now, Loki also wanted a nickname. I'm like, but your name is already so short. He's like, yeah, I know. So I jokingly said, okay, well, I'm just going to call you mom then. And he's like, okay, I'll take that. I'm like, you're, I, I, I was kidding. He's like, I know, but I'm mom now. I'm like, okay. So there were a couple of days when Loki kind of felt a bit off to me. He felt like himself, like his energy was still there, but there was a tinge of like heaviness to it. So I asked him if he was all right. And he told me, you know, yeah, I'm all right. Don't worry about it. And about a day later, I was cleaning, I saw my worry stone. And I was just like, alright, well, bet, I'll just give it to him. Now, mind you, I have a mouthful of a cereal bar. A Trix cereal bar, because I don't care if tricks are for kids. I'm a kid at heart, and that shit was delicious, okay? <laughs> so I got a fucking cereal bar in my mouth. I'm chewing on this little Trix bar. I said to him, you've been stressed lately, I think you need this. And I put the damn worry stone on his altar. My entire apartment heated up, but in a really comfortable way. Like you're sitting at a, like, like a campfire, you know, you're sitting at a campfire. It's nice and chilly out. And then, you know, you got the warmth from the, you know, from the fire. It's just really comforting. It was really nice. You know, it was cozy and you, you could feel the love and appreciation, which was nice. <laughs> I was like, oh, yay, <laughs> I did a good, um, the only thing I've really been able to do is, like, help one of my sisters. Yes, I have multiple. Um, some of them are just, like, friends that I call sisters because I've known them for so long. Um, so there's that. Uh, in finding them, their deity or deities. I pulled a card for Hermes, but Apollo pushed him to the side saying, this one's mine. <laughs> um, and it has worked out well for her so far. Um... That's pretty much all I'm going to talk about in this episode. Yeah, it's been a bit of a trip. There's been a lot going on. Um, I'll talk about, like, some other things that have gone down in the next episode. But welcome to the Witch's Call. Um, like I said, if you think of something else to call it, let me hear you. Because, this, I don't know. I don't think the Witch's Call is really fitting. It could be. I don't know. If you guys like it, I'll keep it. But... Regardless of that, I hope you enjoyed my escapade of... It's been a fucking journey, guys. It's been a serious journey. I mean, June to now, that's only half of it. Like, I haven't even told you all of it, and I didn't go into detail for a lot of it. Um, and I won't go into detail for a lot of it, because I'm actually not allowed to talk about some of the deities. Some of them are concealed or hidden, and they do not want to be named at this current time, which is fine. It could be just because I'm not currently working with them. But regardless of that, there is more coming. <laughs> there is definitely more coming. So, um, as always, you can find us on Facebook, Sisters of the Macabre Podcast. Uh, Instagram, SOTM Podcast 1. And Gmail at Sisters of the Macabre Podcast. We look forward to hearing from you guys if you have any witchy stories you want to tell or anything like that. 
definitely hit us up. Let us know if you've got any trilogies. Let us know. Um, yeah, and I uh, love you guys. Thank you for listening. Okay, bye.